Welcome back to another episode of the Auto Amateur Podcast. This is James coming live, well, recorded from uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, USA. Uh, and I say that because I've been looking at my stats recently, and my audience has been, uh, which has been growing, which is nice, uh, but it's becoming um, more, uh, more, more global, more international. It's fantastic. Um, if you're listening uh, in the UK, welcome, France, Belgium, uh, Denmark, Sweden, Norway, uh, Latvia, where else? Italy, uh, Dubai, the UAE, um, South Africa, Australia, New Zealand, uh, China, in fact. Uh, where, where else? Guatemala. It's fantastic. Just absolutely fantastic. The auto amateur community that's, that's, that's growing here. Um, so welcome. Wherever you're coming from, whatever time zone you're in, uh, this should be coming out around Friday morning, super early central time. So it's probably sometime Friday or Saturday for you. But welcome. Welcome to the Auto Amateur Podcast. Now, you might be able to... to see, I can't even get my words out. <laughs> I'm not going to edit that out because I just want you guys to appreciate just how tired I'm feeling right now. We're all tired. Of course, we're all tired. No one cares. Work harder. I mean, that's what's on the coffee mug, right? Um, but uh, after uh, after a couple of weeks of like traveling around the country, making videos, um, working on my car, doing my day job, which takes up like 50 or more hours of the week... Um, it's, uh, I'm so glad it's Friday. Okay, fair enough. I'm recording this on a Thursday. I'm so glad it's almost Friday. But it just, it's not going to stop. You know, life goes on and you, you're busy and you, you have peaks and troughs. Um, I find myself to be one of those lucky idiots that kind of enjoys the stress that comes with a big workload and uh, a full schedule. And I think tonight I will be crashing. But Saturday morning... I am getting up and I'm working on my car. Sunday, oh no, wait, Saturday afternoon, I'm working on my friend's car. Sunday, I potentially got to drive and I'm going to be filming a video. Uh, and then, of course, in between all that, I can't forget Luke and Adam are going to be along. My sons are going to be along for the ride for most of it as well. Um, I'm so excited for the weekend, though. I mean, that's the point of it, I guess. My, my initial rambling here for the first couple of minutes. I'm tired, yes. But I'm so excited for what's, what's coming up in the next few weeks. So let's talk a little bit about that. So let's start about, I don't know, where should we start? What should we do? It's Friday. We can, we can do anything we want. It's Friday morning. Let's start with work on cars. So this weekend, I'm quite excited. I've got a couple of jobs I'm going to be doing. Uh, I have yet to get round to painting my brake calipers, and I've yet to get round to uh, putting in the the new air filters in my 991. But that doesn't matter. That's not important. What I am going to be doing this weekend is a live stream about Project 996. So many people are asking me about Project 996. And to be fair, it's been a few months since I've made a video on it. It's been a few months, really, since I've talked about it. But Project 996 isn't dead. It's just been on the back burner while we try and figure out what's going on. So in the live stream, I'm going to get the 996 up on the lift. You're going to get a close-up look at all the work that we've done, the quality of the paint, 
the quality of the interior. You know, it's one thing to look at the videos where we take footage as we're working on it and, you know, you see the close-ups that get edited into music, um, into an edited release uh, on my YouTube channel. But it's another thing to actually be looking at it in real time um, and being able to ask questions. So I'm really looking forward to that. That's probably going to be Sunday morning this week, um, which is, what, April 20-something. <laughs> Yeah, what is that, April 26th? I don't know, but whatever Sunday is. Um, and uh, you're going to get your questions answered. We're going to look at the paint. We're going to look at the interior. Um, we're going to look at the calipers close-up that were powder-coated. We're also going to get the car up on the lift. Um, and a lot of you have been asking about the damage that happened to the transmission and the base of the engine. You're going to see it. And if there's anybody out there with answers for me, you guys can fill me in in the comments. That's going to be super exciting. Now... I've been trying to get Porsche Techs to come out to um, the house to look at it. I think, and because I just frankly need to use my lift, I think what I'm going to be doing is getting the car transported to one of the local independent specialists in the Twin Cities um, who are interested in taking a look at this for me with the, um, with the potential of actually either giving me instructions and telling me what I need to fix or even doing some of the work for me, um, which I'll be making videos about. But either way... Project 996, it's been on life support, but it's not dead yet. Uh, and then on Saturday afternoon, I guess I'm working backwards, uh, my friend Kostas is coming over with his 1977 yellow Porsche 911 S. Uh, that was featured in a couple of my videos. Um, I got a mild panic attack from driving it because... <laughs> It's pretty small in there for a big guy like me. That was actually quite a funny video to make. Um, absolutely beautiful car. He's owned that thing for 40 years. He's owned it for 40 years. That's just absolutely phenomenal. And then uh, he's uh, looking to put a backup cam on. So, you know, good question. Is it sacrilegious to be putting backup cameras uh, on vintage cars like that? Well, you know, maybe... Because it's, you know, I guess, what's the word? Acronistic? It's an acronism? Uh, it's a little bit, you know, sort of out of time. I think that's the word. Anyway, never mind. Um, <laughs> like I say, I need more coffee. Um, you know, it's, it's out of place. You know, it's out of time. There, there weren't backup cameras in the, uh, in the 70s. There weren't backup cameras in the 80s and, and 90s even. Um, I think it was the late 90s they were first introduced. And I think it was... Maybe Mercedes that did it? Don't quote me. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, though, they're practical. And it's a relatively easy install, especially on a car like a 1977 911, because there isn't the complexity of all of the, the heat shielding and the liners and the ductwork that's put into the modern cars. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty nuts and bolts. So being able to mount the camera in a suitable position on the back of the car without having to do any drilling or real damage to the um, to the vintage you know bodywork, that's probably going to be the biggest challenge. But I don't really see any challenge running a cable to the front of the car. Um, and the owner has a um, the owner has a small display that is going to be mounted on the inside of the car. Um, you know, it's not to everybody's liking. People like to have the sort of seamless backup camera, um, but uh, this will be you know. A, an, it'll look like an obvious aftermarket job, but we can still make it clean and tidy. Um, so that's going to be interesting, and uh, he's going to be helping me with it, or I'm going to be helping him. We're just going to be in my garage doing it. So that's going to be quite a lot of fun, and we'll get to make a video about it as well. Uh, and then there are a number of other projects that I've got coming up. Um, 
I just released on my website, actually, uh, and this is sort of like breaking news exclusive. Uh, Joy Auto, um, one of my product partners, um, I have their Apple CarPlay Android Auto solution in my 991. They make the equivalent for the PCM 3.1, which is in a lot of the 991.1 generations, as well as a lot of the Caymans um, around the same age, you know, the sort of um, 2010s onwards, uh, the Cayennes, the Panameras, the McCanns. Whether you've got PCM 3.1 or 4.0, there is an Apple CarPlay solution for you or an Android Auto solution for you, and it's wireless, which is phenomenal. It's awesome. It's what's released now in the 992s and was also available in the 991.2. But the previous generations didn't have it. Even though it was readily available in the market and in all of the competition, Porsche's technology just was sort of a little bit behind the curve in, on that sort of front with smartphone integration. But now, Joy Auto have just recently released, and it's now available on my website, autoamateur.com. Um, they have a Apple CarPlay and Android Auto solution for the CDR31 head unit, which is in a lot of uh, in a lot of uh, 991s and in a lot of Caymans. Uh, sorry, Cayennes, if I understand that correctly. Um, but they've also just released uh, a product for. Um, for PCM 3.0, which is major, because that is in virtually all of the 997.2 generations, and there haven't been any sort of particularly awesome solutions for that generation. Um, the earlier models, the 981 uh, Boxster Cayman, that have PCM 3.0, it's now available for you guys as well. Um, I've managed to, I mean, I'm, not, I'm shamelessly plugging my, my website here, but, um, you know, I, I love the product because I have it in my car, and products I like, um, and I think would benefit other people. I negotiate a discount through the uh, supplier um, on the you know on the grounds that um, they're going to get business through me, and then I'm able to pass that benefit on to fellow Porsche enthusiasts. Same thing happens here. I've negotiated a pretty big discount, about twenty percent off the uh, the retail price, and included free shipping with Joy Auto. So you buy it through my website, gets fulfilled by Joy Auto, and in a few days, boom, the solution arrives. And if you need any help installing it, my DIY videos are there, or you can call me or email me or Instagram me. I've done some of the in installs with people on the other side of the world over FaceTime. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of fun. I want other people to enjoy the sort of uh, the, the little gizmos and gadgets that make my Porsche driving experience uh, happier and merrier. Anyway, but that's pretty awesome. So... Anyway, going back to the point, my friend Noah, um, who owns the beautiful uh, blue 997.2 uh, 4S, uh, he's getting the 3.0 PCM solution from Joy Auto, and I'm going to be installing it with him in my garage, and we'll make a video about it, um, and there'll be a DIY video specifically about the 3.0 functionality, um, but that's really exciting for a couple of reasons. One, because... I don't get to collaborate with Noah that often, um, apart from sharing jokes online <laughs> every now and again and seeing him for a drive. Um, he's a new dad, and, and, and I've got kids in the pipeline, so we're both very busy guys. Um, he's got a gorgeous car, but actually, he holds the number three spot of the auto amateur videos in terms of uh, the most views, in terms of popularity. The video I did with his 997.2 looking at the differences between the two 997 generations, 
third popular video on my channel of all time. And I only released that like 18 months ago, I think. And my channel's been going for like four or five years now. Um, so that's pretty cool. So we've got almost like a an auto amateur celebrity coming back into the garage with his gorgeous blue 997.2, which I'm going to hack apart with a knife. No, I didn't say that. And no, if you're listening, we're going to be very gentle. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's 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 move on. So the other thing I'm really excited about for the next couple of weeks are collaborations. Um, I'm going to be doing some uh, podcasts with special guests, of course, like I've been doing week in, week out for the past few months. Um, I've got a few of those lined up. A combination of sort of people from the industry. Um, people who are, are, are content creators, um, people who are just Porsche owners. So we've got a nice sort of combination of owner stories and industry insight and news um, and some familiar names like Andy from Last Rasp and, and Jay from the Jay Reed channel and Daniel from, um, from Jet Fuel Only. <laughs> I always forget that off the top of my head. It's like Daniel Jeff Fuel only. You got to check out his channel. It's, it's very good. Um, he uh, he's come up with some absolute crackers recently uh, on his uh, on his channel. Um, but you know the, the the likes of that trio, um, they're going to be coming back, and uh, we're going to be having some Porsche banter uh, on podcast. I'm also going to be doing some live casts though. I did one recently with Jay, um, which was really successful. I've got a new sort of um, multimedia platform that allows me to do. Um, real-time interviews, and it's 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 a little bit more sort of upscale than your average kind of Zoom meeting. So I'm quite excited to to test that out. Um, but that's what I love. You know, it's all about collaboration. Like if you saw um, one of the recent videos from Andy at Last Rasp, he put together uh, I think it was like a 10-minute video or so uh, summarizing his three or four-day trip, uh, a rally he did with a bunch of other friends and. Uh, Porsche drivers in uh, in Australia through you know I think it was what I think he said eighteen cars and five hundred miles of twisty turny roads. The production quality of that video was phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. I mean, not just in terms of the quality of the the media that you're seeing in front of you, like it's high definition, and but the editing and the shots that he was capturing and the way he was telling the story and the way it all kind of just like jives together. It's just it's it's absolutely phenomenal. He continues to raise the bar, which frankly just pisses me off. <laughs> Because I feel like I need to keep raising the bar. Um, but, you know, getting Andy on a podcast and not only talking about driving and what we're doing with our cars, but just sort of sharing our stories. You know, he's done a rally. He organized a rally with a bunch of friends. I just did something similar with Jay and Patrick and Jeremy and a bunch of guys in the Smoky Mountains. It's just really cool to share those stories. And, and what I find along the way is from, you know, people like Andy and I sharing those stories or Jay and I sharing those stories, um, so many of you... Uh, get in touch with your own stories um, about trips that you've done or recommendations for roads to do in, in the local area, actually, around in the Twin Cities here that I didn't even know about from people who are listening to my podcast who have either driven through this state or live in this state. So just like creating that dialogue with so many people and getting ideas and getting recommendations or just having a joke, it's so cool. It's like one of the best things about doing this podcast. It's it's so much fun. So I'm going to be um, publicizing when those are going to be happening, uh, you know, both through my website and Instagram and, and YouTube, of course. So so stay tuned. Um, 
So collaboration is coming next, but there have been quite a few moves in the industry recently as well, or at least some announcements from Porsche, which are pretty exciting. And uh, you know, we've got to find some time to talk about those. So let's do it. All right, so let's talk about the elephant in the room. And that elephant, no, it's not me. It's the GT3 Touring. All of the buzz in the past week or two has been around the imminent release, or at least the imminent announcement of the release, of the 992 GT3 Touring. The GT3 Touring was introduced in the 991.2 generation, and it was super popular. It was compared in many respects to the 911R that was released for the 991.1 generation, um, naturally aspirated, built for the race, you know, built built for the the road, if you will. But it's like the it's the it's the street legal race car kind of thing. Um, it's the ultimate GT car in many respects. There have been shots of the uh, of the prototype, um, or at least you know maybe the first couple of runs from the production on the ring. And it looks like you'd expect. It looks like the 992 GT3 that was released um, and announced uh, months ago, but without the wing on the back. It has the GT3 wheels, the center-locking wheels. Um, it has the GT3 uh, front grille and the two intakes on the bottom of the hood. Um, on the back end, uh, the bumper essentially looks the same as the GT3. And for all intents and purposes... I think the the lower wing is approximately the same as the GT3. It might actually look a little different, um, but it doesn't have the massive bat wing, you know, sort of across the back, the whale tail, if you will, across the back. Um, that's not there, which is which is totally expected. Um, what's interesting though is that it seems that the uh, the 992 GT3 uh, Touring is going to cost. 17 or 18 or maybe even $20,000 more than its sibling from the 991.2 generation, which is quite tremendous, really. I'm not sure if that's been validated by Porsche, um, but that's what's been in the press. The uh, the GT3 itself, 502 horsepower, 4-liter flat-six engine, starts at around $160,000 or $162,000 US. Um, just, you know, absolutely astonishing numbers <laughs> in all respects <laughs> um it's still naturally aspirated um it's got a seven speed pdk transmission you can opt for an option uh, the optional six speed manual transmission at no extra cost which is a huge relief for uh, gt3 lovers of course it was massive uproar when uh, porsche released the 991.2 gt3 only in pdk they brought it back thankfully they listened to the customers um but, you know, it's uh, it's fantastic. So if the base, uh, can you believe that, the base GT3? If the GT3 992 is $17,000 more off the factory floor before you add options than its equivalent of the 991.2 generation, what does that mean for the GT3 Touring? I'm expecting there'll be some uplift as well. Um, I You know, I can't imagine... Um, you know, Porsche aren't going to take that opportunity to put the the Porsche tax on their own Porsche tax on, um, but you know, people are going to people will pay for that. People will it's going to sell out. There aren't going to be too many allocations. Just like right now for GT3, people are fighting over allocations. 
local dealerships, dealerships all over. People are, you know, trying to sell their mothers to get on the list to get one of the new GT3s. And I imagine it's going to be even harder and worse of a situation for the touring. But it's coming out. Now, I did release a video. Was it earlier this week or last week? I don't remember. A few days ago. It's been a long week, like I said. Um, where I talked about this, you know, announcement of the GT3 touring. Now, loads of people commented that it was clickbait. Because Porsche, I don't think officially yet, have actually announced. But the head of GT Cars at Porsche was quoted on the record by a newsfeed saying that this summer the touring will be announced. So maybe not released, but it will be officially announced. So all of these spy shots that people are putting up on Motor Authority or, um, you know, carandriver.com, it's coming, guys. It's coming. It might not have been officially released, but it is going to be here any day now. And I'm sure it's going to look gorgeous. I, I'm really excited for it. I can't wait. That fixed wing is going to be gone. PDK, yes, please. You'll still be able to get the um, the, the manual six-speed. Um, the the touring package, I think, I think the um, the the GT3 touring also removed the rear seats. I think um, for the 991.2, so it was still like you know the GT3. It was just a two seater with 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 that sort of empty space in the background for your golf clubs or whatever you want to put back there. Marshmallows in my case. Um, <laughs> Uh, I think the GT3, uh, the, the 992 GT3 Touring is going to be exactly the same. Um, but yeah, the photos, the spy shots that have been taken by Motor Authority look really great. Um, I mean, it's just a black GT3 and it looks awesome without that massive wing. But the question I have, um, which I think people have started to ask is, have Porsche RS'd the GT3 without calling it an RS? Because... With that massive wing on the back, it, it looks like the GT3 RS from the 991.2 and the 991.1 generation. Um, the GT3s, even though they are known for their big wing, those big wings are still pretty conservative um, when you put them up and compare them against to the wing on the back of the RS equivalents. Um, but it's like, it's like the GT3 has been released as an RS right out of the gate. Um, and I wonder if that might put a few people off, even though they're still going to sell out and even though the allocations will be really difficult to get hold of. I, I'm just wondering if that might put a few people off. But then, you know, what will the RS look like? Is the RS going to come out with an even bigger wing? I just, I can't imagine that. Maybe they're going to launch some sort of like new wing technology that no one's seen before that will give all the downforce and all of the, you know, sort of aerodynamic benefits that the big wings give, but in some completely different new look. I mean, maybe maybe that's what they're going to go for. I don't know. Um, maybe the RS will just be, you know, badged up and come with different rims and maybe those fancy um, fender intakes, which uh, the, the GT3 doesn't come with as standard. Um, you know, the sort of slightly garish... RS sort of stuff that gets added in just to make it extra unique and extra special. Maybe that'll be the only difference. Um, or at least looks and feels. Now, you look at the engine sizes. Um, so previously, the RS has been, you know, a, um, you know, sort of like 0.2 up in terms of engine capacity. So instead of the 3.8, uh, which the 991 was, the RS was offered in the 4.0 um, uh, engine size, the flat six engine size. And now here, the 992 GT3 is being offered right out of the gate as a four liter. 
So are we going to get an engine in the RS that's bigger than four liters? Um, it's hard to imagine, but maybe. I mean, that's the way the sort of engine sizes have been going. I think if you look over the past three generations of the GT3, or four now, I guess there have been, because it was first introduced in the 996 generation. We had a 997, we had a 991, um, and of course there are two, you know, generations within a generation, I guess, if you will, but four sort of major generations now of GT3. Uh, maybe it will be bigger than a four-liter engine. It's pretty exciting, though. So for those folks that thought I was clickbaiting, you know what? I actually, just out of respect for my audience, I took down the video. Um, I was super excited to make it. I actually live-streamed it because I found out the news, and to me, the GT3 Touring is the perfect Porsche. It is the perfect Porsche 911 or Porsche of all time. It is the perfect one. The engine, the look, the dynamics, the front, the power, the naturally aspirated engine, the interior, the removal of the rear seats, the little special badge you get on the back. It is, to me, as a GT3 fan, it, to me, that's the perfect Porsche. Um, so I, you know, naturally got excited, got online, started talking about it, brought up the, the, the news feed that was uh, talking about the release. Um, some people didn't like it. Some people thought it was a little bit maybe, you know, lowbrow. I don't know, clickbait. So I took it down. But it was fun making it. And now I'm sitting here looking at the spy shots. Oh my goodness, it looks sexy. Anyway, that's it for the news. The news here at Auto Amateur. <laughs> and that's it for another podcast. Um, stay tuned. That's all I can say. More exciting stuff to come. Uh, check out my website for the new Joy Auto, um, Apple CarPlay and Android Auto products. Um, my uh, custom instrument cluster uh, tag faces are doing really well. I've had a lot of orders for those already, which is just fantastic. Um, I saw somebody post one of their um, yellow gauge faces up online yesterday, which looked just the absolute bomb. Um, but, you know merchandise whatever it's all good fun and you know if you buy it you buy it if you don't you don't um but i'm all about the interaction in the videos and you know that's where my head's at so keep liking keep subscribing keep commenting um when jay and i announce our next uh tour where we're going to be doing car meets uh maybe at tale of the dragon in the fall uh maybe somewhere else um if you're in the area if you want to drive across the continent to join us you are more than welcome um, we're going to start planning that pretty soon. Uh, and then videos, 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 videos. There's more content coming soon. Hope you're well. Hope you're safe. Get out and drive. Take care. Bye.